0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We have a very special episode for you guys today because it is time for the second annual Royalies Award Show. The most prestigious award show in all of media, regardless of podcasts, regardless of the Oscars, the Emmys, the Tonys, the whatever else exists, the Espies, the Sopranos. The Sopranos. More prestigious than that as well. We got a lot to talk about. We got updates on the spring football leagues. We got updates on the BYU transfer portal. It's going to be a very, very fun episode. Before we get into it, we want to make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at LoyalToRoyalPod, where you'll find lots of fun and interactive content and mailbag questionnaires, so we know what you want us to talk about in these next upcoming off-season episodes. Without further ado, let's get to it. Let's boo! No tigers.
1: But that field judge
2: on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over your! Death. Let's, back <laughs> <laughs> let's, go
1: let's go wild, let's man. go. Let's go. <laughs> <to be> <laughs>
2: We're
3: at a waterfall, dude. <laughs> he put his butt here. <laughs> go, 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 BYU BYU, BYU! BYU! BYU!
2: Welcome into the best podcast ever done. Yep, yeah. <laughs> this is the best one. Yep. Of all the podcasts, this is number one. It was very succinct. Simple as that, folks. Got it. <laughs> uh, to start off, we've had some more weather this past week. We, we have, as, yes. as tends to happen. Uh, we had a sunny day, a warm day. Mm, nice. And so, many of you, uh, particularly you men... We're probably whoa, whoa, whoa. We're probably prompted to get out the old waxing kit. I mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe your backs need some grooming or something. Or yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh,
0: nice. Do you call it a bikini wax for guys? Mm. Brazilian Go just
1: completely bare.
2: You could. I, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not uh, too familiar with this realm. Um, swimmers wax. The swimmer's wax. Oh, there you go. The swimmer's wax. Yeah. The speedo. Yeah. Um, the, speedo the speedo cut. Yeah. Speedo. Speedo, the speedo cut yeah this waxing is our special version of a certain thing <laughs> because we have a very special episode today. It's housekeeping. Housekeeping.
3: housekeeping.
1: Also bodily keeping.
0: yeah yes, um, uh, manscaping. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start this one off with a quick little fire fest. Let's I do just it. I'm very frustrated with Netflix. Like, I I've, whoever the Netflix engineers are. <laughs> I just want to um, you know that gif of like Lisa. Cheek, uh, choking out Bart in The Simpsons, yes. like, squeezing the yes. neck. So That's exactly what I want to do to the Netflix engineers because I dedicated half of my Sunday had was ready to go with my wife, seated on the couch, ready to watch The Love is Blind Season 4 live reunion. Ooh, okay. Live one, yeah. It was supposed to be live. The whole thing malfunctioned. They didn't get the live the work. It didn't even air that day. What? Like, it, we were... The whole freaking country was sitting there for hours. I don't know, like, Love is. I enjoy watching Love is Butt. It's a guilty okay. pleasure for me. But, um. Yeah, my wife and I, we, we, we enjoy watching it together. But we didn't get to watch the freaking finale reunion show because of some bullcrap, Netf- like, some bullcrap that Netflix was doing. Netflix, go back to mailing DVDs. You suck at live.
1: Let me get this straight. Fix it, Netflix. Fix it. Netflix. Yes. Who is known for non traditional television watching. Yes tried to make it traditional. Yes, because okay. they didn't want any spoilers. Okay, so what we're saying is stay in your lane. Yeah. If if you are literally the one that broke linear television and TV show watching, don't go don't go back. What are we going backwards for?
0: Netflix more like
2: Net sucks. Ooh, they cut the cord for everyone, then tried to use their own cord but found out it was cut by themselves. Yep, they oh, had cut their own cord. Horrible.
1: Shocking.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry, you. Justin, I feel I feel you, you I feel you. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna go
0: watch
2: that maybe tomorrow. I don't okay. Know. All right. Uh, next up we have um, a an old friend of ours and yours, hopefully. It's Ooh. it's time for none other than Rupert for Ball. Uh yeah. Uh, should we start with real Salt Lake? I think we have to. Yeah. Are they real this week? No they were on Ooh. trial
1: last week. What are
2: they now? They're proved uh, counterfeit, I don't know. Counterfeit, Salt Lake, counterfeit Salt Lake. Got it. Yeah, just like they're in about as good a state as the Great Salt Lake itself is right oh, now. Oh, improving, no. I'd say. Improving. That's improving. improving. but still shoddy. They're probably improving, but they're coming off a historic low. boom mm.
1: Okay. Um, kind of like Lake Powell then as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Like Glen Canyon National Recreation Area. Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) Yes, pardon. Yeah, Real Salt Lake, they played Dallas. It was an away game. Mm -hmm. Uh, They conceded about five minutes in. Nice. And They never looked back. They did tie it (laughs) at one point, but then they conceded again about five minutes before the game ended. So, you know, they are consistent with that. Shades of ourselves of the past. Yes, five minutes on either end of the starting and final whistle. Nice. Okay. So yeah, end of the end of the stories they lost they had a lot of chances and actually played decently well, but they had no one who could put those chances away. This sounds familiar actually yes, it's kind of a <laughs> decade old problem that the front office has failed to fix so
3: hmm.
2: uh, huh. yeah, not looking great for for them those guys in their front office jobs Pablo.
1: Hashtag Hashtag Pablo 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 Out. out. We now know what that means. We do know what Pablo Out means now. (laughs) Uh, Looking ahead, they play San Jose on Saturday. San Jose. Uh, San Jose is in California, I believe. Yes, it is. Okay. That is correct. correct. They are the San Jose Earthquakes. Good knowledge. Uh, They are tied with Dallas, but it's in Sandy at the riot. None other than Sandy, Utah, folks. San Jose and Sandy. Oh.
2: Okay. Ah. It's coarse and rough Mm. and it gets everywhere. Yeah. It is. (laughs) It's <laughs> Sandy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I hope we can get a win at home in this one, but I wouldn't put the mortgage on it. Okay. With the way this team's been playing.
1: Uh, are we taking any result? Any pointage? Is a draw okay? Mm, or a we...
2: draw is okay given the past few games, but overall it's still disappointing if we get okay. a draw and you look at the season as a whole. So Okay. Let's so hope for a win. Depending on
1: your amount of tempered expectations. Right. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Okay. I think I think that works. Very true. All
1: right. Uh, let's move on to the men's national team, shall we? Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, they have what we're calling a C-team friendly against Mexico. Mexico. On Wednesday at 8 p.m. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. We're hoping for another uh, Dos Acero. Yes. Dos Acero. That would be excellent. That would be nice. Uh, C-team means not the A-team or the B-team. Got Correct? It. Right. Got it.
2: It's it's kind of a random game that they just scheduled randomly for no reason. I nice. guess it is against Mexico, so that is, you know, somewhat exciting. But it's you know, basically all MLS players. Oh. You no, know, not our not our best guys. But the same is goes for the Mexican team as well. So oh, yeah. it's yeah, I'm not too excited for it, but it's still a game, so The we'll Battle of the Backups probably perhaps. Turn it on. Yeah.
0: Okay. There will be a ball moving back and forth on grass on
1: television. True. Yep. It is a sport. It, it still, is a sport. It still qualifies as a sport. Another <laughs> uh, U.S. Men's National Team news: the Gold Cup draw happened. Uh, we drew Jamaica, Nicaragua, and a preliminary winner. Uh, that's a good draw, I think. Right? Jamaica's like decent, but yeah, I think so. could have been worse. Maybe I don't know. Probably. What are we feeling? What are we feeling here? I don't really. For both though. of
0: these teams, it's like. Jamaica, literally, probably... I haven't done any research at all. Probably has a population smaller than the state of New Jersey. So, like, if we don't beat them, we should probably just disband our soccer
2: team. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely should win all of these games. Heard it here first. (laughs) Yes, this is the group stage of the Gold Cup. And, you know, assuming we win the group, we'll get it into the elimination against somewhat better teams like Mexico. Mm -hmm. And also Canada, who is... Surprisingly good lately. They are the up and up? Yes. Uh, finally, Gio Reyna is back. He scored a game winner for Dortmund in the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga. Bundesliga. We will never turn down an opportunity to talk about Bundesliga. Bundes. <laughs> and now we've done it. Thank yep. you very much. Thank you, Gio. Uh, has he atoned for his sins?
1: Or not yet? He... Yes. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> his parents
2: had the worst sins in my book. But, that's yeah. true.
1: the The sins shall fall upon the
2: parents. Yeah, that's, that's not true. The, not as, the sons, as, right? as his parents, they're responsible. Yeah. Okay. So okay. he's in the clear then. He's in the much. clear. Thank you, Gio. Thank you, Gio.
1: All time name. You gotta you love Gio. Uh, How about some movement soccer? Yes, so hit the let's up. do
2: some win soccer while we're here.
1: Yeah, Cam Tucker scored her first professional goal against the Mexican national team. That was a yes. big league last week. It was kind of old news, but Get good, for her. good yeah. for her. Get racked Mexico. Good for her.
2: Get wrecked. Her club, the Houston Dash, played the Mexican national team, and uh, they lost, but Cam Tucker did score the only goal for Houston. So We'll take it. Mexico, more so like Mexico. Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> um, other notable people in the league, Ashley Hatch scored for the Washington Spirit. Nice. It was her 40th. Career goal in the wow. week, and apparently she's the seventh player all time to do that. Wow! So okay. pretty, pretty impressive.
1: Very impressive. It was a penalty, and it looked like a Ronaldo penalty.
2: It yeah. was screaming. It was it was well hit. Very well hit. Well taken, yeah. even. <laughs> um, yeah. The other names of note: Michaela Clough, mm. middle or what is this maiden called? maiden name? There we go. Maiden, <laughs> maiden <laughs> name: <laughs> Cohen. Michelle Vasconcelos. And seventeen-year-old heartthrob Olivia Moultrie. <laughs> well, I just added that heartthrob bit just for uh, the moment. Well, now we gotta Google it. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I probably um, just gotta. Like, can we just edit that? Yeah, let, let's delete se-
0: seventeen. Let's let's put emphasis on seventeen.
2: She's a heartthrob for other seventeen-year-olds. Yes. There we right. go. What, there we what, go. I, what I should have said. The heartthrob
0: for all of the Timpview men's soccer players.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they all got starts, but unfortunately for us, no yellow cards. Hey, not, that. not
1: getting yellows, you're not playing. <sighs> yeah, we need, yeah. To they up, need to step it up our games. Step up. We need to step it
2: up a yeah. little bit. We need some crunching tackles from behind <laughs> from these guys.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh. Anyway, in other U.S. Women's National Team news, Julie Ertz signed an Angel City FC. One of the best players of her generation, who has been out for two years with an MCL, and then. A baby. She was out with a baby. She had a baby. baby. (laughs) She literally had a baby. She had a baby. Um, Unironically, she had a baby. First, she had
2: an MCL. Then she had a baby. She had a baby.
1: (laughs) Uh, But she's back. Yes. In the W or the NWSL. Uh, She also
2: wasn't she back for one of the U.S. Women's National Team games as well. She was. So welcome back. Back. That's a huge addition for us going to the World Cup. We definitely need her. Mm -hmm. Now let's move on to. Football!
0: American football! American football! Real football. Let's talk about uh, almost real football, the NCAA. Uh, okay. The, the college football operating independently from the NCAA. That's right, real football, right, right. but yes. the NCAA inserting itself is not. The transfer portal is officially open. Udo, Peely, and Espen have all entered the transfer portal. Um, sad to see some guys go. Not losing a ton of production, though. Not losing any no.
2: like incredibly
1: no. productive starters. So that's good. Definitely not. Uh, Esplin signed on like last year, like he was a redshirt freshman, didn't yeah. play. Peely had his own problems, I think he tore his ACL or something last year, didn't really play. And then George Udo was injured all last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: George so. Udo was probably wow. the most productive of the three, but even yeah. him was not. Biggest name. Not, not a huge loss.
1: He was supposed to be a
2: starting Numbers safety. Wise.
1: Yeah, he was supposed to be really good, but he just never saw the field. He, he was not available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Availability is the best ability. That's true. As we say. Availability is the best ability. Speaking of availability, there's a new player that will be available for BYU. And I'm looking it up on Twitter right now because I don't know how to actually say his name. You're not going to find out on Twitter either. (laughs) I Uh, do think I know who you're referring
0: to, the Utah State linebacker transfer. Yes. All right. Let's just pronounce it the same way you would pronounce Uyungalile's last name. Okay.
1: A.J. Vong Pafchan. Von Vong Pafchan. Yes. Vong, Vong, sure. Vong All right. Really Let's good linebacker right from
0: down. Utah State. <laughs> coveted uh, coveted uh, transfer recruit. He had multiple competing Power 5 offers, yet he chose BYU. Yeah. So it's always good
1: to hear. He was Utah State's best defensive player for like the last three years. Yeah. So he's experienced. Yeah. He brings a lot to a linebacker group that was lacking a little bit of. Uh, Lacking depth. Lacking depth. Definitely And, depth. and leadership. Yeah. Because Keenan Peely, a four-year starter, left. Yeah. And now Sweet. here comes A.J. Vangpaktar-Fanovchan yeah. Uh, yeah. to step into
2: that, that role. That's the one. Yep. He's the guy. Um, yeah, he supplements the uh, Weber State DB we got. Uh, Heckard. Corner. Yes. Yeah, yes. Eddie Heckard. That was also a huge addition. Our defense has been getting some nice pieces yes. this offseason.
1: The offense also added a very nice piece. Mm. Uh, Oklahoma State... Uh, left tackle I, this guy I don't know his name what was his name again? I, it just happened a little a couple hours ago it really did just we're all looking a it up bit ago. Uh, <laughs>
0: great podcasting yeah extremely good podcasting uh, his name is uh, his name is Caleb, Caleb Etienne Caleb Etienne
1: okay yeah no we,
0: relation no relation <coughs> to Travis Etienne no as far as we know as far as we know I hope not uh, Caleb Etienne started 13 games for Oklahoma State last year Very productive left tackle. We're not sure whether he's going to play left, whether he's going to play right. But having him and Kingsley Suomataia on either ends of our offensive line is going to
1: be a very good combination for success. That will be nice. Very nice. Especially just depth. Uh, Like Just depth. The, The more bodies, the better. And he was one of the top rated left tackles. In the entire transfer portal, he was being yeah. sought after by Florida, by Auburn, by Mississippi State, by Ole Miss. Like, a bunch of SEC schools were wanting him, and he came here. So that's a huge BYU. get. He may not be very good, huge. but that was a huge get for BYU. Humongous. Huge depth piece. Yes. Yeah. At the very, very least, is
0: a huge depth piece. Offensive line, at the Power 5 level, you have to be really, really deep at two positions, and that's offensive line and defensive line. Because if all you have is a couple good offensive line guys or a couple good defensive line guys, they're bound to get hurt throughout the season, and then you just get absolutely
1: torn to shreds. Uh, where yeah. have we seen that? Maybe in a team that plays in Provo, Utah? I don't know. Mm, no, no, no. I've just yeah. thrown things out there. Maybe. So really glad to see that. Uh, basketball also got a transfer. Yeah. Uh, yes. So what I'm hearing is that this is another Noah Waterman. His name is Ali Khalifa. Yeah. He's 6'11", 11.7 points per game, shoots 38% from three. Like, those are great numbers. But when he came on his tour of the uh, BYUB, apparently somebody said something about dunking, and he said, you don't know my game. I do not dunk. (laughs) Oh, shoot. So we got another 6'11 guy that doesn't know how to play inside. Sweet.
2: Awesome. Another, Another Noah Waterman, like you said, or with the no dunking part specifically... He could be a Colby Lee for us. Colby. Let's go that route. Yeah. I like that route. Colby Lee. He's Egyptian, Would... if that means anything. Oh. Okay. I like that.
1: I, I like that as well. He's a transfer from Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Charlotte. A,
0: a CBI champion.
2: Oh, true. Hey. Lest you forget. The true. lies with Charlotte. Is he the secret? Oh. Uh, I'm oh. excited.
1: I'm excited for him. I yeah. Again, like Mark Pope loves just big men that shoot rather yeah. than play inside. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> And he <laughs> loves big men that are 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> yep. Yes,
2: that play inside. Put yes. the 6'6 six, six guys down low and the big men outside. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know what? That.
1: If this is going to be his staple, though, and it works, great. If it doesn't work, we're going to make fun of it. But if it works, we'll, we'll all be like, this is awesome. It's only weird working.
2: if it doesn't work. Exactly. Right. But it hasn't so far. Let that be clear. Yes.
1: Last
0: but not least, in the news of BYU football recruiting, BYU was left out of the top five of mission-bound Highest-graded Idaho recruit in history, four-star Gatlin Bear, whose top five includes Boise State, Oregon, Michigan, Michigan, TCU, and Nebraska. Eesh. The University of Utah also notably left off of this list. If you're BYU, how do you miss out on an LDS mission-bound kid that's four? That's a four-star recruit? Yeah, that's tough for BYU, I
1: gotta say. that is. Uh, what position does this guy play? Wide receiver. Wide out. Yeah, see, I don't know. We... Literally, A-Rod said, we have three or four scholarships open right now for wide receivers. (laughs) receivers. We are so skinny at that position. Not like skinny like you're not fat, but like we have no depth at that position. You can't be missing out on guys like
2: this. Yeah. So I got something to say. With the Big 12 bump, we have been getting more non-traditional BYU recruits. True. I don't know if you want to say secular. We could call them (laughs) Gentiles. Gentiles. (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) absolutely not but I don't want that to come at the cost of actual you know guys who would normally be going to BYU like this guy would Mm -hmm. you know historically so yeah it's kind of a trade off that we've seen at least in this case yeah yeah I wish we would get him.
1: He also has a funny top five. Like, Oregon, up and coming. Michigan has arrived. TCU went to National Championship game. Nebraska, up and coming. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska? <laughs> Matt Rule, Matt Rule. Yeah, but, that's and then, true. And then there's Boise State. It's like, yeah. come on. Boise State, along with those other programs? Like, I mean, one of these is not like the other. Hometown
0: team, you know? Okay, okay. He's from Idaho, from that area. I think he's Burley.
1: As in, uh, like I he's no, no. buff. He's from no. from Burley, Idaho.
0: <laughs> not 100 percent sure where Burley, Idaho, is. Nor do I really care. Yeah, uh, love you, Idaho, but
2: I don't really love you, Idaho. I mean, we
1: drove through Idaho on the way to Oregon. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll find out how they felt about that drive later, won't you?
1: Yes. <laughs> For shadowy. Um, I will say this: if he like grew up a Boise State fan and hates BYU, and that's why he's not coming. Respect. Respect. Yeah. I would do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Like, Maybe that's why Utah's not on the list, too. Exactly. Maybe he just hates Utah. Yeah. Schools. Hates the state of
0: Utah in general. And if yeah.
1: that's the if that's the case, that's fine. But if it's Respect. like BYU not going to recruit him or like just not selling him hard enough, that's a problem. Yeah. That is yeah. absolutely a problem. That's true. Uh, should we move along with some football? Let's talk yes. quickly about the Spring Football League. Uh, the XFL, first off. Okay. Uh, we have some interesting drama going on. The Brahmas are actually not out of the playoffs, apparently? I honestly what? hate that that's real. <laughs> I hate that that's real because
0: it's going to give me hope. I'm going to watch their game on Saturday or Sunday. I forget which day it is. And they're going to break my heart again. I, I hate that they are still not mathematically eliminated.
1: Yeah.
2: It's not over till it's over.
1: It's, it ain't over till we say it's over. Anyway, uh, so they have to beat the Defenders this week. Who The Defenders have already clinched the one seed, so, they don't really need to play. players. Yeah. They already lost to the Orlando Guardians. They could take sucks. a loss.
2: Yeah. A scheduled loss. If but you the,
1: the Brahmas also need the Renegades to lose to the Roughnecks, which is interesting because mm. the Roughnecks clinched the one seed in the South Division. Hmm.
0: So, so, it's bad. not impossible.
1: Not impossible, but um, I'm not expecting it at all. Could you imagine if the Brahmins make Smart. the playoffs with a 3-7 record? <laughs> oh, my, <that> would be <laughs> disgusting. Uh The Sea Dragons aren't out of it either. As we said, Dan's defenders are the best team by far. Uh, sea Dragons are awesome, but they need to beat the Vipers, and they need the Battlehawks to lose to the Guardians. Guardians very are unlikely. kind of coming on, but it is very unlikely. Very so, unlikely. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Our teams are basically out of it except for Dan, so maybe that's a good thing, right? Maybe we'll just be rooting for Dan. It, we can all yeah. unite for one in the XFL playoffs. And it allows us to healthily move on
0: to the USFL.
2: True. True, yeah. True. What a transition. You don't want to be spread out across too many spring football leagues. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Speaking of the USFL, it started.
1: Yeah. It did. Yeah. It Um, kicked off. Proud of the
2: showboats.
0: True. They fought hard. They did. Tough game versus Jared Stars. Yes. We found out that uh, Jared is a bandwagon fan because the Stars (laughs) have been in every USFL championship ever. Even in the first institution of the league. So Jared's sure. a bandwagoner. Uh, yeah.
1: Canceled again, Jared. <laughs> uh, Troy Warner led the showboats in tackles with seven. So okay. proud what of the showboats. Solid. Good for him. Uh, I forgot about the drone cam.
0: Yeah. It's dope. Mm. Very cool. Very fun. Really good angles sometimes. Really bad
1: angles other times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drone cam is fun.
2: Yeah. It's still a learning process. Yeah. Chaos. Definitely.
1: Uh, and then the final update. Justin... I'm going to turn it over for you for this one because it was quite a weekend. It's quite a weekend. we got to update you about
0: the UTFL, the premier football league in the state of Utah and in the United States at large and the continental. Uh, Just America's at all. (laughs) North America, South America, whatever. We played the Kings. It was a weird game where we went down 6-0 at the beginning but ended up scoring 25 unanswered to win 25-6. We dominated them. It wasn't even close. We just absolutely pummeled them. We were moving down the. We were moving the ball down the field as much as we wanted to with ease. And the fact is, we really didn't need to because our defense scored two touchdowns and we recovered a punt at the one yard line. My personal stats included a couple tackles for losses. We had some tackles. We had. A, I had a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, a pass breakup, batted down ball. And a blocked punt that got called uh running into the kicker even Baloney. though my, even though my hand made contact with the ball Baloney. absolutely ridiculous. But yeah. uh yeah, UTFL update. We are now one in one. We are in fifth place in the UTFL. Okay. Now going up against the one in one Space Force.
1: Okay. Oh, this
0: upcoming week on the twenty second. So it is officially Space Force Eight Week.
1: Alright. Yes. Hate the Space Force. We Not, hate the Space Force. We
0: need to set a line in an over-under for this. That's true. Um, okay,
1: okay.
0: I'm setting the line at People are probably favoring at large the Space Force. Okay. Obviously, not our team. So I'm going to go with uh, Space Force minus three and a half. Okay. Kay. I like that. With the over under set at um, approximately
1: 42 and Oh, okay. Okay. A okay, little points. high. Yeah. yeah. Points,
2: points, 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 points. Points on the board.
1: Okay. I think I'm going to take the Aztecs, obviously. Yeah, I'll take the Aztecs. Uh, as well. Aztecs' money line as well. I'm going to yeah. take the under, though. Your guys' okay. defense is playing really mm. well. I don't Light know. Light out defense. Lights out defense. The the other t- the who is it? The freaking Kings. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I don't. Yeah, the, the logos Kings. on the helmets never match. So yeah, I don't the know. Kings. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Kings could. They had zero no. on your guys' defense. No. It was one broken play on a busted coverage. Other than that, you guys absolutely swamped them. So I'm calling it again. It's going to be like a twenty to zero game.
2: Okay. That's real sharp stuff, I gotta say. Um, I'm also taking the New Age Aztecs, oh yeah, oh, New oh, Age the with, with name. the money line as well. Oh, you know, sprinkle that on there. Yeah, 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 A plus two fifty for the exact same reasons. The under, all right, right. okay. Yeah. There you have it. There's your uh, your winners for the UTFL. Yes, yeah, yeah, so we set our own line and then pick against it.
0: Heck yeah, it always <laughs> works. Crescent Elementary School, one p.m. Saturday the twenty second. Be there or be square. All right, I will not be being square. Tell you that
1: much. Ooh, baby. All right, Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with what everyone is here for. The Roylies. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. Have you ever looked for purpose in your life? And we're not talking purpose as in which college football game should I go to this weekend. Hmm, No, no, no. not quite. You got the the weekend watch guide for that, exactly. No, we're talking about true purpose. Purpose Mm -hmm. uh, that transcends all sporting events, that transcends literally everything that you're doing right now. Uh, Our friend, my cousin, Amelia Call, Mm -hmm. is working with BYU Purpose uh, to do a research study. And they need participants. And so we are calling on you, our amazing listeners... Uh, to help her and participate in this study. And in doing so, you can find your increased sense of purpose. You can It's good for your mental health. It's good for your physical health. And it will help you find not only purpose, but direction and stability in your life.
0: Yeah, and this is going to be a 21-day self-experiment to learn about yourself and learn about happiness and what makes you happy. It's going to be self-monitored. It's going to be a self-experiment. It's not going to be like... You going into a room and people berating you with questions and saying this is how this is how you have to be. Not it's just people giving you strategies to how you can feel better about yourself, how you can feel better about your point, the point you are at in your life, and it's it's a really great opportunity that Amelia is is giving us along with the research lab that she works for.
2: Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I find myself going sort of on cruise control through life absolutely definitely Um, this this research research study will help you be a lot more intentional with your life you know think about things you know we all have things sort of big picture grand scheme of things influences like religion stuff like that that influence us and this will help us you know maybe incorporate that or or other things into our day-to-day lives more Help us find more meaning and you know satisfaction in life, reduce stress, and just have a, maybe a better outlook on life, I would say. So yeah, you, you must be 18 years or older to enter. You can be older than 18, don't mm-hmm. worry. It's okay. Yeah. And to start up, since we all know you guys are thinking, oh, how do I start? Just email byupurpose at gmail.com. Say you want to participate in the study, and they'll take care of you from there.
1: Yes, and for you people out there that... Want this increased purpose, this meaning, to find this meaning in your life, reduce your stress levels. Uh, You can also, when you enter, you are guaranteed a chance to win a fifty-dollar gift card. Uh, We said last episode that depending on your entry and your participation in the study, you get up to a six point nine nice percent chance. Very nice. Of winning the gift card. However, I was corrected. Mm. Your minimum is a 6.9% what? chance of winning. Okay. Depending on your participation in the study, because like Justin said, it's 21 days. You do it every day, about 20 minutes a day, Do mm-hmm. practicing these techniques, finding your purpose. You could have up to a 34.9% chance Ooh. of winning this gift card. That is significant. That is significant.
0: Odds. That's some good odds. So you're telling me that not only can I find more purpose in my life. Not only can I improve my levels of happiness and self-compassion, but I can also get 50 bucks. Exactly. Heck yeah, what's not the love? It's a no-brainer, folks. It's a no-brainer. Make sure you send an email to byupurpose at gmail.com for more information regarding the study. Must be 18 years or older than Andrew. No purchase necessary. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2023 Royleys Award Show. This is the second annual Royleys held on this... (laughs) That got kind of general conferencing. Welcome to the Royleys, baby! (laughs) This is the Royleys. It is the Royal Strong and True Podcast Award Show. The annual award show that we have held twice now, so we can call it annual because it's happened more than once. Yes. Um, Second annual. This is absolutely sick. The second annual award show. It's going to be a ton of fun, and we can't wait to share this wonderful, wonderful show with you guys. We are very
1: excited. So this is how it's going to work. We have several awards, probably near 20 awards. We have yeah.
2: several, several awards.
1: Several, several. Yes, and we will go through them one by one. We'll announce the nominees. We'll talk about them. And then the Academy has voted and selected an answer. You cannot get mad at us for the answers. Nope. For the award winners. It wasn't because us, it was the Academy. We do not choose them. This nope. is the, They they have a higher purpose. They did the purpose uh, ad, the the purpose thing with Amelia. Yeah, they know purpose. Their purpose is to give us the awards on this show. They already. Our
2: purpose is only to announce it. Yes. We are the messengers only. Do not shoot us. (laughs) Exactly. Do not shoot us.
0: (laughs) Don't do that. Shall we start then, gentlemen? Let us begin. Let us begin this glorious award show festivity with the first
1: award, that is, the best win award. All right. Let's look at the nominees, shall we? Let's shall. Yeah. Uh, we have men's basketball at Creighton.
0: Was a good win. Truly, probably, arguably the best win of the BYU basketball season. Uh,
2: resume, from his yes. resume standpoint, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it aged very well as a win because Creighton continued to be a very good team, helping our Ken Palm, etc., Ratings. yes. Is that a
1: transitive Elite 8. Transitive Elite 8? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't need to mention that we almost choked the game away in hilarious fashion. We don't need to mention they, yep. they're missing their two best players. Or nope. Th- at least their very best player. Yeah, the best player
0: and the other player that got hurt.
1: Yeah. yep. Uh, but let's move on, shall we? Let's move on. The next one is football versus Baylor. Very fun win. It was the home opener. It was all royal at home at night against a top Ooh, 10 team. Baby. It was incredible. That was a great win. Top 10 at the time. Yeah, amazing experience. (laughs) Top 10 at the time. Shh, don't
2: don't say that. Next up... Whoa! whoa. That was beautiful. Oh, jinx. Please. They probably couldn't even tell two people were talking. (laughs) It's basketball against Utah. Shocker. Always hits to get a win against our little brother up north, and we (laughs) did it in this basketball season at home. Mm -hmm. Good win. Good win.
0: Next up, we have... Tennessee blowing the crap out of Clemson in the Orange Orange Bowl.
1: That was an all-orange Orange orange Bowl for sure. That was the orangest Orange Bowl in my memory. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Next one was Penn State absolutely taking Utah to the Doghouse in the Rose Bowl. That was awesome to watch. Yeah. Complete beatdown.
2: They did the whole country a favor with that one.
1: Yep. Might I add that
0: 40% of the nominations, in my opinion, aren't even good BYU wins. They're just
1: hilarious Utah losses. True. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, let's be honest. The win over Utah was not as important for BYU as it was a loss for Utah. <laughs> <Yep>. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, with everyone that has been nominated, should we, we open shall the
0: envelope? open the envelope and see who yeah. the Academy has named the winner. It is...
1: BYU football versus Baylor.
2: All right, congratulations.
1: I think the Academy got this one right. I think so, too. It It was a very good win. It was impressive. It was absolutely electric. Very hype.
2: And at the time, it was a great win. At the time, yeah, sure. It was, it was. Shall we move on to the polar opposite of the best win? Yes. Let's, uh, it's the worst loss award of the mm. 2023 Royalies.
1: Oh, boy. All right. Uh, this should be fun. <laughs> Too many to choose from. Like. <laughs> Too many to choose. Uh, we got basketball at Pepperdine. Don't Ouch. even remind me. Mean. They had, what was it, no conference wins? No, uh, they were 1 in 10,
2: yeah. right? They were 1 in 10. They and were like 190 in the net ratings or something? <laughs> no, I think they were well into the 300. Uh, oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I guess worse than that.
0: Uh,
1: that was absolutely crippling. Yeah. That was um, bad. Bad. Yeah. Uh, next one we have another crippling men's basketball loss. Utah Valley at home.
2: Yeah, this one hurt even worse for, for me. Since they're in you know, a local team. They barely even have a sports program, let's be honest, <laughs> but they come beat us at home. This felt like
0: your little brother beats you at a sport for the first time, so like all you can do is like punch him after.
2: <laughs> <You're so mad. laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly like that.
1: Yep, they're stomping on the logo, and they were. It was 15 points at the end. I think we're up at halftime too. Yep. Like it was, mm-hmm. utter collapse. Next up, we got football, who uh,
0: <laughs> arguably, very arguably, played a game at Liberty.
1: That is arguable. Yeah, they played. M- a couple of snaps. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll give him that. We got a pick and a touchdown. Definitely didn't play the whole game, though. We got some sideline giggles. Uh, Yeah, down yes. 35 in the fourth quarter.
2: Controversial that Controversial nice. giggles. Mm. Controversial. This is BYU football at liberty. Yes. If you hadn't guessed already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, football, a home game against East Carolina. Oh. So this was a closer game. Maybe a more heartbreaking loss. I don't know.
0: Though I am not proud, this game resulted in me flipping the double bird at
1: BYU at the BYU football team. <laughs> okay,
2: we got two birds. I think that counts
1: as a pretty bad loss, then. Yeah, uh, that was it was a Friday night at LES. It was yep. Supposed to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. it was it supposed was. to be a get right game because yep. we were at the end of a
2: three game losing streak at the time. That was bad. It was very bad. Next up, another football game. Oh, oh wow. we got a few of those. It's another home game as well. A game where our defense sucked eggs. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it's football versus Arkansas. Remember oh, that one?
0: Got their first stop in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh yep, literally.
2: Arkansas had their way with us all game. Seems like I think it was something like ten out of thirteen drives ended in touchdowns for them. <laughs> something like that. Some so, nonsense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was pathetic. Very bad. That was like one of the only games I got to go to. And oh, yeah. we got absolutely snaggle off. We got smangoed. I oh, I will say I will say there was that one play when it was like third and fifteen for Arkansas. It was kind of a turning point. BYU was down seven at the time in the third quarter. Yeah, we wrapped KJ Jefferson up. Four different people have him wrapped up. I know exactly what you're talking about. and, yeah. and pre snap it was probably the loudest I've heard. Lavelle Edwards in a very long time. Yeah, and then KJ Jefferson just went God mode. No. scrambled no. for like fifty yards through somebody through touch like that was. That was the moment that, well, it, we'll get to this later, but Tuiaki resigned after the game. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no spoilers there. Anyway, let's
2: move on. That was just bad. Uh, yeah, last one, we have a, I don't know what to call an external nomination. Ooh. Ooh. This is not a BYU football game. Okay. Like okay. some of the best win nominations. It's Utah, week one, <laughs> at Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what a great loss that was for them! Oh, what a good comedic Florida sucked as well. Yes, so.
1: if we had a boneheaded, idiot, stupid head play of the year, it would go to Cam Rising's force pick yeah. in the end zone oh, with time expiring. No. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least KJ Jefferson
0: are you arguably better than um,
1: Anthony Richardson? Well, he hasn't had his pro day. We don't know if he mm. hit the ceiling yet. That's yeah. true. <laughs> we don't know if he hit the ceiling.
0: <laughs> but they literally—Utah U- is probably the only reason that AR-15, Anthony Richardson, is in the freaking
1: oh draft at all. A hundred percent. Yeah, maybe. If it wasn't for that, he'd be playing in the XFL right now. NFL oh, draft no. experts are like looking at his throw that hit the ceiling, and then his Utah tape, and are like, "Oh my gosh, this, this guy team. is the second coming. This guy the second he's, coming. He's, he's him."
2: Anyway, should we, should we open the envelope for the worst lost Royally? The winner of the 2023 Royally for worst loss goes to BYU Football at Liberty. Oh, oh you did it. You did it. <laughs> um, Congratulations. Tom
0: Homo. Is Tom Homo still the acting athletic director at this uh, point in time? I think so. Okay, if not, the yeah, other guy. Sure. I forget your name. Uh, Brian Santiago. Yeah. N- what? Oh no. Yeah. No. The the new guy, the new president. Sorry. Oh, the oh, yeah. president will be. A, sorry. Oh. No. Tom Homo is absolutely still acting. Cecil yeah. Samuelson. Yeah. Uh, t- uh. Tom Shane. Homo. Shane. Please, Shane.
1: Please reach out. We will give you your award. Yes. Congratulations again. <laughs> yep. That was disgusting. Uh, let's do another loss category. This is good. The fans are loving this. Oh, yeah. Uh, the most heartbreaking loss. Mm. Uh, there's, there's a couple to choose from. Yes. Uh, I think let, let's start from the bottom of the nominees, shall we? Let's, let's, let's shake let's things shop. up. Oh, we got a massive fight we in got the hockey fight. game.
2: Oh, we got a hockey fight. I
1: love the fans on the glass that are getting. Gloves just off, it.
2: gloves off, folks. Okay. Drop the
1: gloves. Drop the. Come on, do it. All right. You won't. You won't. <laughs>
2: okay, back to the. they Back to the Royalies. Back to the Royalies. They're just chilling.
1: Football versus ECU that was pretty heartbreaking. If I remember right, there was a
2: couple of missed field goals in there as well. Yeah, yeah, Uh, Yeah. a couple of interceptions. That was just bad. Yeah, that definitely was heartbreaking. Next up, we have the U.S. men's national team in the World Cup against Wales. (laughs) Remember, it was a draw. True, but it felt like no. A that loss definitely sure. felt like a loss. That was a huge
0: L, huge L. Yep. Next up, we got men's basketball taking an L to South Dakota at home. Uh, this is not South Dakota State. This is the no. University of South Dakota, South Dakota. Who was like literally 323rd in net? Yep. Ouch. And we I were down by like 20 one. something and yes. lost by one. I, for, I
1: forgot about this one. To be that honest. was bad. And then bad. Rudy's game winner, potential game winner, was just complete air ball. Yeah. Didn't even sniff oh, the rim. No. <laughs> Uh, Next up, we got men's basketball versus St. Mary's. Uh, This is one of the only basketball games I got to go to. (laughs) Um, Exciting. Jared's bad luck. Yeah, I I think I was bad luck. Uh, And then Aiden frickin' Butthole Mahaney hit that wild circus shot for the win. That was... Delvecchiova almost. Did it go
2: off the backboard or am I just imagining it? It was a pure switch, beautiful fadeaway. But it
1: was like it—it was like an Anthony Richardson throw. Like it grazed the ceiling, (laughs) hit the ceiling on the way up. (laughs) That was
2: a pro day throw right
1: there. Bounced off the ceiling. And Foose played as good defense as you could have played. Yeah, like it was perfect for a guard on a center that can't really move his
2: feet. Yeah, that's pretty heartbreaking. Pretty heartbreaking. Finally, we have men's basketball. Another game against a conference foe. It's Gonzaga at home. Oh, no. (sighs) We were up 10 against top 10 Gonzaga with five minutes left in the game. (sighs) And we fumbled it away, unfortunately. Literally. The Very only basketball game
0: I attended this year. <laughs> so yeah, we just have bad luck here on the podcast. Good heavens. We need to dress up like absolute morons again. Yeah, we do. BYU basketball wins when we dress up like morons. That's that, true.
1: That actually popped up on my phone. You know how it suggests little things? Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. like fun at the something. it was like fun at the game or something. <laughs> and it was me game. as like the redneck lumberjack <laughs> oh, leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's good stuff. In my humble professional opinion,
0: the South Dakota loss I do not think is the most heartbreaking because let's be honest
1: at that point in the season we were all at the point where we were still expecting it that's true there was no hope
2: for BYU at that point no yeah that was that definitely was not as heartbreaking since you know we were losing for a lot of the game anyways
1: it might have been shocking it was was baffling but it wasn't heartbreaking it was baffling
2: yeah uh (laughs) should we see what the academy or
1: did you have more thoughts no let's let's see see. let's Let's, let's open it up and the 2023 Royally for the Most Heartbreaking Loss Award goes to Men's Basketball versus Gonzaga. Oh, of course. Of course. Congratulations,
0: Mark Pope. Please reach out to us via Instagram to claim your award. <laughs>
2: first of many, I hope.
3: <laughs> Next uh, <laughs> up
0: on the docket, we have the biggest sacrifice award. Okay. A very noble and very intriguing award given out here on the Royale's. This is a first time Royally award. True. So, we start with Justin and Jared from the Royal Strong and True podcast. For joining the Cougar Club, paying $5 a month, $60 annually. Their huge sacrifice that they are making in order to fund the BYU program.
1: Blood, sweat, and tears went into that. I can testify of the words of my companion. That's a massive sacrifice. That's some
2: admirable stuff right there. (laughs) Next up, we have Jake the Make Oldroyd. Who missed eight field goals in a row in the... Or just kicks in a row. I don't know if it included... I, I don't know if it was
1: actually eight, but it was... But something like, that, like that
2: in the Baylor game. So that we could have a more dramatic overtime
1: win. Exactly. And That's a, quite Jaren a sacrifice. Hall leadership moment. Uh, yes. Don't forget the Jaron Hall leadership. See? The press loves that that moment. He's pretty. helping a boy out, like RG3 would say. Help a brother out. Help a brother he was out. just like, you a know what? Jaron needs a little draft boost. I'm going to miss all these kicks and then cry on his shoulder so that he can get that,
2: you know, positive press. That's that's a key part of the script of the Mm -hmm. season. True. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they executed that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Finally, we have Adama Sanogo who sacrificed literally all his food during the daytime in March Madness, participating in Ramadan. The entire tournament! He did not eat anything during the daytime, or drink anything, and he was like the freaking MVP of the entire tournament.
2: That's wild, honestly.
1: That was a great sacrifice in my opinion. Very impressive. Shall we see who the Academy chose to well, win this award?
0: let us see. Let's shall. And the winner of the Royley Award for biggest sacrifice is... Whoa! We have a surprise winner! Oh. It is Pulisic's balls! <laughs> for the game winner against Iran in which he took... What what was it? The post or was it the goalie's foot?
1: I forget. It was... I want to say operation. it was the goal. It, exactly. was, it was the
0: keeper's He took the keeper's foot to the crotch in his game-winning goal, resulting in a, what was it, groin contusion. A, a pelvic contusion. Pelvic a contusion. contusion. Pelvic contusion. <laughs> pelvic contusion. Yes. So shout out to Christian Pulisic's balls for winning the award. Yes. Yep. Please reach out to claim your award. <laughs> thank you
2: yes. very much.
1: Yep, thank you, Puli's balls.
2: Yes, <laughs> what a sacrifice. Uh, next up, we have the honorary 2021 men's basketball at USF. How the Frick Did We Win That Game Award? Oh, very appropriately, yes. Then. Yes. I hope you all remember that game and how we were never winning the game, but we won the game still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Yep. I don't it know how that still happened. Still don't know how we did that. A great award for a great
1: phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up, we have the men's basketball versus Creighton. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was at Creighton. Creighton absolutely trounced uh, us last uh,
0: year. Kind of. Was, that, was it, it neutral?
1: It was neutral in was Vegas. It neutral? It was in Vegas. Okay. Then I had that wrong. But anyway. They were technically the
0: home team. Wait, the, wasn't
2: it neutral in like South Dakota or was that, that last That year? was two years ago. Oh, that was the last time we played. Okay.
0: The last time we played was in Vegas. Okay. Neutral site Because game.
1: we went to the Notre Dame game and they were handing out flyers for it. That's right. That's ah, right. I see. Regardless, regardless, uh, how did we win that game? We kind of know because Carl Brenner was missing. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, like we almost choked it away in the end. And I don't know how we didn't. Yeah.
2: And looking at the way Crane played the rest of the season, we had no business when he. <laughs> no, we had uh, no business. No business. Last
0: up, the last nominee for uh, this, just, this couple coveted couple Award is our football team versus SMU oh, in the yeah, bowl game. True, sure. we just were losing the entire game, and then somehow won and won on a two-point conversion stand, no less.
1: Uh, yes. we stopped the run. For the win?
2: With, with like our third, fourth string quarterback
1: <laughs> as well. Basically a running back playing quarterback. Yep. <laughs> Shout out, Soldier. All right, what a win. All right, let's see who the winner is. The winner of the honorary 2021 Mets Basketball U.S. how the frick we win that game award goes to football versus SMU. Hey.
0: <laughs> Kalani Satake, please reach out via
1: Instagram to claim your award. Yep. How do we'll we also that game? accept Soldier. Yes. I honestly don't know how we won that game. Dude, uh, SMU was averaging put, put us on his back. Yes. SMU literally scored 70 points in one game that year. How did we hold them to 23? I
2: don't know. No I don't know. Uh, uh, next <laughs> up, we have the honorary Taylor Swift. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, Award. Goodness. All right. And this one is, fortunately... Unopposed. Oh, we have an Unopposed. Are, okay. Unopposed. Can you guys guess who it is?
1: I think who I can. Who, but who's the problem? The academy might go somewhere else. I don't. I don't yeah, know. All right. The winner of the award is. It's Coach.
2: Defensive Coordinator Eliza Tuiaki. Wow. wow! Congratulations, Tuiaki. You were the problem. Who <laughs> was the problem? I wonder.
1: Uh, the academy got that one right. I think. Yes. Yeah. I think academy. they absolutely did. <laughs> Next
0: up we have the Honorary Willie Martin Handcart Company for Worst Road Trip of the Year award. <laughs> wow. <that's laughs> well named. I would say they had a bad road trip. <laughs> this award is also uncontested. Oh, so shall we just yeah. open the envelope and see who the academy chose? Let's see who Let's it see is. What we got. The award goes to Justin and Jared for their road trip to Oregon. More specifically, Jared for driving the entire way back
1: completely silent without saying a single word for 16 hours. Yeah, if you all remember, we were very somber coming back from that game. I gotta go back and listen to that. (laughs) That was rough. Congratulations, Jared. I'll send you your roiling. I remember we're sitting there. It's the second quarter. There's like 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Beauty's down like 21 to 3. And we were just, like, sitting at the very top of that stadium, and we just, like, started peeking over the edge. It was just so... I, I remember <laughs> yeah. it wasn't even halftime, and I was like, bro, we have to drive 15 hours tomorrow. Oh, no. Yeah, you
3: no.
2: You, you almost wanted to leave early.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was out of there, bro. I was like, let's go.
2: That was bad. That's quite a road trip. Nice. Uh, yeah, next <laughs> up, we have the honorary... Houston, hey, Mooley, this guy should have played more award. Oh, definitely should have played more. Aptly named. Who are Who is nominated for this one? In fact, he
1: is nominated. Oh. Houston
2: himself. What? Fancy what? that. Oh. Yeah, nominated for okay. his own award. That's a strong nomination. Yeah, there's
1: definitely no foreshadowing
0: there. We also have Trevin Nell, who did <laughs> not play a single minute in BYU's basketball
2: season. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a surprise. He, t- he took a seemingly small injury. And then just never played the whole season. Yeah. All right. And if he would have
1: played, we definitely would have made the tournament. Oh, yeah. He was the missing link. If Uh. only.
2: Uh, We also have Sol J. Maiava Peters. Okay. He had finished the season strong. Yeah. And then we have John Nelson, who Justin thinks should play at every position on the field more.
0: Yeah, I would have loved to have seen John Nelson just at every position. Quarterback, linebacker, running back, doesn't matter. I wanted him on the field. He was very electric
1: when he was on the field. Uh, the winner of the honorary, Houston Haymooley, this guy should have played more award, is Houston hey hey, Haymooley! Didn't see that one coming. Congratulations, Houston, on your. Wonderful, well earned award, a prestigious one. I love the two plays that he played during the whole season. He absolutely pancaked somebody. Oh baby! So then he went into the draft or something, right? He he is in the draft now. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him playing in the XFL
2: or the SFL. So Mm -hmm. hey, there's more football to play. More football. Uh, Next, we have an even more prestigious award. Oh, this is arguably one of the most prestigious awards of the entire show. Absolutely, this one is a real treat, folks. It's the honorary Zach Sellius of the Year award. I love Zach. Let's explain award. this a little bit. Who's what? What? What does this award even mean?
0: As you guys may know, at one point in the uh, this would have been the 2019-2020 season, we hated Zach Sellius. Yep. We thought Zach Sellius sucked. He was, he was a punk. Th- he was a punk. He was fat. There was nothing good about Zach Sellius on the court. But then. It all changed. Except Ooh. for him being fat. He was still fat. Yeah, he was yeah. still fat. He had dad bod. He bleached his hair. Somehow bleached his mustache, too. Oh, yeah. He was diving all over the floor, making incredible plays, taking charges, hilariously th- screwing things up, but to the point where he still
1: has like a positive plus
0: minus on the court. And we fell in love with Zach Selyus.
1: He did the too low sign to a Gonzaga guard that was a solid four or five inches shorter than yep. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Real insult. <laughs> yeah. Too small. Uh, he had the game-winning block against St. Mary's. Yeah. After TJ hit his shot and did the, the Bar Barbarian the snarl. The snarl. Uh, snarl
2: yeah. is Zach
1: Selyus was the one that blocked the shot to end the game. So don't yep. forget I that. that. I love that. Uh, anyway, so let's go over the nominees, shall we? Yes. Yep. First up, we have Noah Waterman. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, he was... Gritty. He was endearing, yes. He was gritty. Endearing, gritty. Uh,
2: big guy who shoots threes a lot. Yeah.
1: He still much. has yet to make his first three for BYU, I think. Right? Um, no. But, uh, are, we, are we sure? <laughs> I, I think he's made a couple, but yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> in theory. Um, yeah. yeah, in theory. Next up, Soljai Peters as well. Yes. We, we were like, him. who the heck is he? But then he kind of showed out and had a nice mustache.
2: Oh, yeah. We got an ad. Oh, we got an ad in the music. Oh, our award orchestra is taking a little break. We're yep. back. Okay. Empty the spit valves.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: empty that. Noah Waterman, an intriguing nominee. But we also have the likes of
1: Sol J. Mayava Peters yes, nominated for this wonderful award. And finally, it's Richie Saunders, folks, the final True. nomination. He plays a lot like Zach Hilliard, it's not gonna lie. He did. He, he would does. probably be my pick for this award, but we'll see what the Academy does with
0: this. I wouldn't say that we hated him at the beginning of the year, but we definitely did not love him the way we did toward the end.
2: Yeah. Yes. It's like when he played in the game, I was just sort of counting down the minutes till when he went back out. <laughs> but towards the end of the season, he really proved that he was uh, a hustler, mm. maybe an X-Factor guy, uh, a coach's son, scrappy type. Yes. Jeff. So, yeah. I, I also, with like Jared, I think he – I hope he gets it.
0: Let's see what the Academy had to say.
2: And
1: the honorary Zach Sellius of the Year award goes to Richie Saunders. Hey, look at that. Hey. The Academy got this one right again.
2: Congratulations, Great Richie. Great stuff. The uh, Academy is doing a really good job. Yeah. yeah. They're they're undefeated so far. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, Richie also had a couple good swats uh, and was very feisty. He yeah. was a talker. He's a talker. He's a feisty guy. We yep. do appreciate a talker. Yep. All right. Next up. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, got a yeah. jinx. we got a jinx again. Oh, again! Please continue, go. sir. Oh, oh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, we have the Kylo Ren <laughs> trigger award. Uh, very good. Very well said. Very said. Um, yeah. Uh, this is also a short list. Uh, first up, we have Logan Fano, the Timpview grad, a local boy. Yeah. Uh, came Timpview here, guy, didn't really play, guy. but then left and went to Utah. Yuck. That is an uh, his brother Spencer. Un- with un- part- yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: His brother, another Timpview guy, That's in his it. backyard. It's probably the worst part. BYU commit decommitted and went to Utah. Yep. That's bad. Horrible. Disgusting. Um also we have the another transfer who we couldn't remember his name but we know he went to Colorado State. Mhm. We later found out his name was Dallin Holker so after uh, further yeah. review He's also up for the award.
1: Uh he was an interesting one because he caught like four touchdowns in the first three games yeah. and then left yeah. because he wasn't getting enough playing He time. left like yeah, the game not getting season. utilized.
0: <laughs> uh, and he also took his, lest we forget, his girlfriend away from the track and field team
1: who went to the track and field team at Colorado State. Again, yeah. bringing your siblings away from BYU, that is not the cause. That is not what we do here. That was his girlfriend, not his sibling. But uh, Okay, the significant others, <laughs> whatever. Swim, very oh,
2: Alabama. All right, shall we announce <laughs> the Academy's pick? Let's do it. The winner of the 2023... Royley Kylo Ren Trader Award is Logan Fano.
1: You can't go to Utah. You can't do that. Yeah, you just can't be doing that. Yep. Oh, yeah,
0: that freaking sucks.
2: Can't.
1: Uh, we will not give him an award, but the award is his. The award is
0: his. Next up on the docket, we have the coveted Pac-12 Media Rights Agreement slash George Klyovkov Underwhelming Performance Award. Ooh, <laughs> those are both very underwhelming.
1: Very underwhelming.
0: Very underwhelming in general at all. Our first nominee is Rudy Williams. Oh, okay. Our, I, I think the Academy might have gotten this nomination wrong. Rudy Williams, okay. was he everything that we
1: wanted him to be? No, but towards the end of the season, he, he contributed greatly to the team. Yeah, he, okay. he definitely improved. Uh, I would still say he's underwhelming, though, because we expected him to be our starting point guard, and he came off the bench for half the season. Yep. Regardless of <laughs> whether true. that was Mark Pope's A decision or uh, yeah, moving on. We have Chris Brooks, mm. touted as the next Harvey Unga, was good, but was a little soft. He was kind of like Matt Bushman of running backs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was good. He had a good pro day. He had a really good uh, Senior Bowl. A great game against Stanford, but it was a little underwhelming. We're not gonna lie. Yeah,
2: yeah. Next up, we have Noah Waterman. Oh, we've mm. talked about him already. You know, was pretty highly touted transfer, big guy who could shoot threes supposedly. <laughs> But it never really happened. Well, he did honestly. shoot them. Yeah, he that, shot a lot of them.
0: Yeah. He shot them. He I stand
2: corrected. Them. He shot plenty of threes.
0: I don't know he think he deserves this it. award, but I do think he would deserve the Big East Football Award for not even just being disappointing, but just dissolving altogether because you suck so much. All right. Fair enough.
2: And finally, the last nomination I'll mention is Jaron Hall. Mm. So it might be a controversial one. He had some I, good I games this season, but... I think it's fair. Probably underwhelming overall. Yeah. Given the hype he had going in and the you know the the way his team played overall as well, so that's the last nomination. And and let us not forget
1: Jaren Hall's first throw against Notre Dame. I nice. oh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> oh
2: I forgot about that one as well. That was horrific. Yikes.
1: Uh should we announce a winner? Let's shall. And the winner of the Pac-12 Media
0: Rights Agreement slash George Klyovkov Underwhelming Performance Award goes to. The BYU football season as a whole. Wow! Wow! wow. Surprise! Prize surprise winner. Surprise not even winner. in the nominees. We got a ride in. But we got a ride in from the academy, and academy I think it was a very appropriate special. academy ride in. The football season as a whole was very disappointing. Yep. That was.
1: We were so hyped. Yep. Coming into this year, we were so hyped. We're going to the playoff, guys! Woo. We literally and why? six. What was it? Eight and fives or nine and four? I. We didn't even. I. I don't even remember what our record is. I don't, don't want to remember. remember. It, it was eight and five.
2: I want to say eight, eight and five. Eight, eight five and five because we yeah. had a four
1: game losing streak plus the Oregon loss. I don't want to remember. That was so underwhelming. Yeah. That was so bad. Uh. Yeah. Very. Very like likable, likenable. Uh, to the Pac-12 media rights agreement. I agree. Uh, in yeah. a level of underwhelmingness,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it just kept getting worse and worse as well. Just like that (laughs) media agreement. That's so true. Uh, Moving on, we have
1: the honorary Jimmer versus literally anyone. But we said Jimmer versus San Diego State. Best individual performance award. Uh, This one obviously goes to the person who had the best performance in a single game. Not over the season, a single game. Okay. So who are the nominees?
0: First up, we have Rudy Williams. Was in the... Was in the <laughs> Underwhelming Performance nominee as well. <laughs> Verses, <laughs> versus Utah in the rivalry game. Scored 26 points with four rebounds and two assists. That was an awesome game. Right. Single-handedly carried us
2: to the victory. Yeah, I that wish he would have
1: important. done that for every game.
2: Uh, yeah, next up we have Zach Selyus, Um A, I don't know, a sponsor of an award, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> namesake. Unknowingly, a namesake. A namesake. Of the Zach Selyus Award that we announced. He scored 40 points for his team, Tigers-Tubingen.
1: Wow. Hey, hell, awesome. Hell, hell yes, hell yes. Hell yes,
2: 40-piece. Yes. 40-piece. Is that, is that China doing
1: that? Uh, I think it's a Germany. Yes, it's, it's a okay. German okay. European yes. team. Right. Yep. Uh, finally, we have Nuka Pakua or Pukunuku, excuse me, uh, against the Boise State Bronk Nose. Nice. Oh, did we got someone conked out? <laughs>
2: that did was we? a hit.
1: We got someone knocked out that in Dallas-Minnesota hockey game. Is he game. out? Uh, we're rewinding, so thank you for hanging with us, listeners. You will see, uh, you will hear about this right after we see this awesome knockout. Um, it's coming up, it's coming up. We're, we're coming up. Uh, anyway, Puka Nakua versus Boise State. Not only did he have the impressive toe-tapping touchdown to win the game. Yep. Very incredible. Absolutely insane toe-tap. He had 14 receptions, 157 yards, Sheesh. two touchdowns. Eleven point two yards per catch. Wow, very impressive. That's very impressive performance, performance. If I've ever seen one. Yes. Oh, okay, here we go. For, we go here okay, we go. Here we go. He passes. Oh, oh that's to bad. the face. Absolutely, is that a shoulder to the face. The deicer, the cleater Dang, hockey's violent, dude. That LaMan is literally on the ice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, back to the Royalties.
0: Who is the winner of the honorary Jimmer vs San Diego State Best Individual Performance
1: Award?
2: it's Puka Nakua versus
1: Boise State. Absolutely. Uh, Great job by Puka, honestly. Uh, Beating Boise State on the blue turf, something the BYU hadn't been able to do. You know, like Zach Wilson was the first one to do it two years ago. Yeah, but that was the COVID season. COVID year. Uh, They proved that we are the best team that uh, didn't make the Gatling guys top five.
2: Yes. yes, exactly. Yes. yes, very, very well.
1: Yeah, very, All right. very Well said. Yes,
2: <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have the newcomer of the year award. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. A pretty fun. standard award. Uh, yeah.
1: I think there's a lot of nominations for this one because there we are. did
2: have a lot of newcomers. Yes, we certainly did on both the basketball court and the football field. Okay, let's go. through We that. had names like Jackson Robinson.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, Rudy Robinson.
2: Williams. No. Noah Noah Waterman. Uh, mm-hmm. And Dalen Hall on the basketball team. True. Okay. yeah. in football, we had Houston Mooley, We've mentioned him. Gotta love him. Chris Brooks, we've mentioned him. And Keaton Slovis, a more recent <laughs> addition. Um, okay. We don't really know, other than program. the fact
0: that he went to church once
1: with Chase Roberts. True. Hey, so newcomer. He did a jerk. Uh, We should have. We newcomer at church. New yeah, to the kingdom. New investigator award. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, those are all good names. I, yeah. They were all relatively contributory.
2: Yes. They were. Yeah. they were contributories. They were. They were contributories. Yes. One
1: way or the other. Uh, uh, yeah. So the award for the Royally of Newcomer of the Year award goes to... <laughs> Dallin Hall! Okay. Congratulations, freshman. Dallin Hall. Had a really
0: good year. Starting at times over Rudy Williams. Mm-hmm. Played well.
2: I think yeah. he played way better than we thought he would. Right? I'm a Dallin Hall stan, I gotta say. Yeah. yeah. I think he's got a lot of potential and... He he's kind of thrown in there by Mark Pope as a true freshman coming off of a mission, but he progressed a lot through the season. And he had two game winners, Missouri
1: State and at Creighton, basically. Yeah. Got his own rebound and won the game. Oh, and also, let us not remember, when Aiden Mahaney shoved him out of bounds, he got right back up in his hey, face yeah, and screaming cool. at him. We, we got to love that. Clap up. Clap up for the fire. grit.
0: Got to love some fire. All, all right, right,
1: next, uh, we, uh, Justin, you take this one. Last all time right, we jinxed, right. I took it. This, it's your time. Fair play. This is a wonderful award, very prestigious award
0: that every coach at Brigham Young University aspires to have. It is the Put the Frog in a Pot and Heat It Up Slowly Seat Warmer Award, I awarded like to the person with the hottest seat. Okay. There are two nominees for this award. All right. I wonder who they're going to be. The first is
2: none other than the Pope himself, Ooh, Okay, Marcus. Oh, Mark, Mark Pope. Gotcha, okay. gotcha. Uh, Next we have someone we have mentioned already. Okay. It's Tuyaki. Oh, Oh. oh, okay. I can see why both of these uh,
1: would be nominations.
2: Yeah. Some Uh, warm seats going around. Some very warm seats. These parts.
1: Uh, Let's see who it is. The winner for the Put the Frog in the Pot and Heat it Up Slowly Seat Warmer award goes to... Tuyaki! Hey! Congratulations,
0: Tuiyaki. Yours was a lot more of a slow boil than Mark Pope's was. That's kind of rapid.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I will say, Tuiaki's has been boiling for the past three, four years. Yeah. yeah. Mark Popes, he's probably in the same trajectory, but he's a couple years earlier yeah. than yep. Tuiaki. The pot is warm. its a, it, He's still surviving, but he's not the boiled frog yet. Exactly.
2: Tuiaki's right. the first two-time winner this year. True! Week. Congratulations. Congratulations. congratulations congratulations two royalties for Coach Chuyaki.
1: Oh, I like what you did there. Many congrats. Reach out, Ilya. I we'll give them both to you. <laughs> all right. The biggest prospect okay. award oh. is next. This is a big one. He's a
2: prospect, Very folks. Covetous.
1: And let's be honest. There's three that we're going to be talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jaren Hall, Blake Freeland, Puka Nakua. They're all supposed to go in the draft. Mm-hmm. I yeah. heard a rumor oh. Jaren Hall will be going in the third round. Oh. I know. Wow. Very weird. It's
2: just a rumor, but it's okay. with a good source. so He could back up Sam Howell in D.C. Oh. Oh. Behind a veteran.
0: Behind a seasoned <laughs> <All that>. veteran. <laughs> we have Blake Freeland, who probably will be the
1: first of these three drafted. Probably. Yeah. Yep. I think guaranteed, actually. He's
2: a, great, a great lineman.
1: Yep. Great prospect. And Nuka Pekua. I honestly don't think he's going to get drafted. You don't think so? I think he's been slipping, mm. injuries. He didn't have great oh, pro geez. days. If Dax
0: Milne got drafted, I think there's probably someone in the 7th round that takes him. That's true. He
2: was a 7th round guy. That's true. I I gotta say, I expect him to get drafted, but it wouldn't be too surprised if he didn't.
1: Okay. Okay. Can we get another BYU Mr. Irrelevant? Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, we need one. We we do need one. Mm -hmm. And obviously, given Brock Purdy's history, he'd be guaranteed to be a star. Yeah. Okay. Let's open up that envelope. Let's
2: open it up. The winner of the 2023 biggest prospect award is Gideon hey. what? what? He's a prospect folks. He's prospect. a prospect.
0: He's going to the NBA.
1: NBA ready. He declared NBA for the draft ready. last year. <laughs> oh my
2: goodness! Never forget, folks.
1: Prospect. Never forget. He's a prospect. I think from now on, this will be named the 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 honorary Gideon George. He's yes. a prospect award. Yep, the Gideon yep.
2: George prospect award. Yep,
1: beautiful name. Uh, next up, we got the best uniforms for BYU. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we got the Navy and Royal basketball. Yeah, uh, basketball new. as a whole had new, new uniforms. New yeah. yeah. look. Yeah. Good new look. Very very appropriate nominee. Yeah. And then we had some football ones. The hand-painted yeah. helmets, the blackouts mm-hmm. for Notre Dame, mm-hmm. the blackouts with the Sailor coupe for the bowl mm-hmm. game, Okay. and then the all-royals that we wore against Baylor. What yeah. are you guys thinking?
2: Mm, honestly, our football team had a great year in terms of uniforms. Mm-hmm, I gotta say. There, any one of these could win and I'd be happy with it.
1: I
0: appreciate the BYU equipment staff. <laughs> what is, Jared is twerking in excitement. <laughs> He's very excited about this. <laughs> got, to, got to shout out the BYU equipment staff. They have so many nominees. They deserve it.
1: Yeah, yeah. great job. All right, should we see who it is? Let's see. The uh, takey, or not takey. Uh, <laughs> the Royally Award for the best uniforms goes to the BYU football against Boise State uniforms. All white. They put on the white face mask. Ooh. White on white. That was Icy. Icy. I think Clean the Academy got stuff. this one right. Clean oh, I stuff see. right there.
0: Clown. Trees of green.
2: <laughs> green roses too. Hey, hey, sing it. Speaking of roses. Oh. Uh, maybe not We have one. more <laughs> uniforms. But non-BYU edition. <laughs> yes. Because B- there were some great ones. The best uniforms
0: of the other schools that s- exist. Yes. We uh, got the Navy astronaut
2: uniform oh. worn in the Navy versus Army game. That was yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. And just like Navy, we have Air Force. They had Ooh. a Camo Fighter Jet uniform. Those, those are sick. Another uniform. great Armed Forces uniform.
1: Uh, the TCU blackouts with like the Black Panther ring around the neck. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. Mm, and the, the little hints of red. Very yeah. nice. Very nice.
0: With the red on black with mm-hmm. some purple. We always, always, always got to shout out to Ole Miss Powder Blue. Of
1: course. Yep. Beautiful uniforms. Of That's course. Sissy blue. <laughs> Sissy said.
3: blue.
1: Uh, Penn State, the legacy uniforms. Obviously a huge step up from their normal uniforms. Very oh, yeah. different, very non-traditional. Uh, those are very exciting.
2: Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Oregon. They have a number of uniform combinations, but this one in particular is their pink and yellow Ooh, uniform I remember that those. they used. In particular. Yeah, yes. that, that was
0: kind of exciting. Okay. We also have Tennessee, who... Beautifully executed a blackout uniform with yeah. the orange numbers. Nothing playing around, just black
2: with orange
1: numbers. It was, I think, the best blackout uniform I've seen ever. Yeah. It was slurry. Of all time. It was beautiful. It was very was well simple, done. Not
2: overdone. Very well done.
1: Uh, next up, the Notre Dame Whiteouts, The yeah. hangover Las Vegas ones that were against BYU. Against BYU, yeah. Bad yeah. nomination in my White, opinion. White and gold. I, I like those very, very much. It was fairly classy, I'll say. Very, very classy. Not cool, though. Not the most not exciting, the not but... The yeah, yeah. Uh, probably not going to win, but... The second tier. Very nice.
2: Next up, we have the polar opposite of that. It's the two-lane green and powdered Ugh. blue uniform combination.
1: Those That's are good. Gorgeous.
2: Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Very non-traditional. Non-traditional, for sure, but mm-hmm. fun and refreshing.
0: Also, in the avenue of blackouts, we got Minnesota with the gopher on the helmet. I love mm.
1: seeing the goldie gopher. Everyone loves the gopher. Yep, I love a gopher. Throw a gopher's face on your helmet. Your nominee automatic, yeah, sure. Okay,
2: all right. Should we announce the winner? Let's do it. The Academy has selected as the winner of the best uniforms parentheses other award the Tulane green and powder blue uniforms. Gotta give
1: it to them. Well deserved. Well deserved. Their New Year's 6 win over USC definitely did not play a part in the selection. I am sure of it, maybe a little bit, uh, but those are beautiful. And they have yeah. so many combos they can do. The all-powder blue, the all-green with the powder-blue helmet, the, the the deep, like, translucent green. It's very beautiful. Yeah, it is. Very beautiful. The Academy did mention that the Tennessee Blackouts were an honorary mention right. or honorable mention.
2: Uh, yes. So clap it up for them. <laughs> True, honorable mention. <laughs> yes. Uh, so th- that, that was also very good. Yeah, next we have the honorary, not honorable, oh. navy blue, worst uniform is a word. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Maybe Great. after BYU's... Anything with Navy. Okay. That's what this war is named after. Very nice. You know, we hate it
0: and it's disgusting.
1: First up, we have uh, the white. It it looked like Wyoming, but it was actually Oregon. Huh? Uh -huh. Their brown uniforms against BYU. That were supposed to be black? I think they were. Or like military green? It was supposed to be a blackout.
2: Was it like a Halloween thing? I don't know what it was, was but it was terrible. In the middle of the day. It was clearly brown.
1: It was very brown with the yellow. It looked disgusting. Those very definitely bad. get
2: nominated. Very bad. Yeah, next up we have the original Brown. Oh, Wyoming. Oh, of their, course. Their uniforms are bad, always. Pee pee poo poo. Pee pee poo poo. Uh, we got Adidas, just in general.
0: Okay. Anything, a yeah. design that is not soccer related is just abysmal. Yep. So,
2: yeah.
1: Shout out Adidas. Yep.
2: That's very true.
1: Uh, we also have the whole state of Iowa. Uh, Iowa and Iowa State. Very ugly uniforms. Yeah, not pretty in Iowa. Mm, very, no, not pretty. And finally, we have Live Golf, because oh.
2: now we got to see everyone's old hairy legs while they're playing mm, golf. They shorts. allow the shorts. They yeah. allow the shorts. That's pretty bad as well. That's, that's navy blue status right that there. That is navy
1: blue. <laughs> All right, who's the winner? The winner of the honorary navy blue worst
0: uniforms award goes to... The University of Utah for their USS Salt Lake City jerseys from last year. Oh, okay. Those were bad. 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 Another Academy
2: ride in. (laughs) Another
0: Academy ride in. I think this is well deserved. Yeah. University of Utah deserves the Navy Blue
1: Uniform Award. Those helmets looked awful on camera. Horrid on TV.
0: Cool in person.
1: Horrible on TV. Yep. Very much so. Uh, Very conceptual. It was a conceptual win and a and a practical loss. Uh, next up, we have the literally Satan award. Ooh, okay. interesting. Coveted, coveted award. Prestigious. Yeah. As well. First up, we have ESPN's lack of relevant college basketball replays. Oh. Yes. That, that was very bad.
2: Good, good nomination. <laughs> good <laughs> answer. No, good answer. That was a replay of the thing we don't care about. Yep. <laughs> Over the thing everyone is dying to see. Absolutely. Controversial call?
0: Nah.
1: Here's this dunk from four possessions ago. Exactly. Yeah. Before the last media timeout. Lame.
2: Uh, next up, we have Satan. Okay. Himself, yes. For the Literally Satan Award. He, he's nominated for this one. Uh,
1: Congratulations, Satan. Good nomination.
2: Yeah. And
1: Randy Bennett. Oh. Okay. Good nomination. Randy Bennett. Looking very Randy skinny Bennett. this year. Obviously, did a deal with the devil mm-hmm. uh, to lose some Clearly. weight there. Yeah.
2: Uh, shall we see who the Academy let's, has selected? Let's see who they've selected. They, they gave us a tiered. Order in this a Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I- I'm going to read this one out loud. I'm going to need to read this off the card. Okay. Okay. First, we have Randy Bennett. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. Good, 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 good. Second, we have ESPN's lack of relevant college basketball replays. Okay. And then in third place, a distant third, it says it's Satan. Okay. Well,
1: maybe next year, Satan. Lucifer's got some work to do. Yep. You got to work on beating Randy <laughs> Bennett.
0: Yep. You got to Randy right. Bennett, your people, please reach out to claim
1: your award. Uh, I think since we're not going to be playing St. Mary's anymore for the foreseeable future, we should name this the Honorary Randy Bennett Literally Satan Award uh in the
2: future. Congratulations. Congratulations,
1: You are now immortalized in
0: Royally Hall of Fame. (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay. Next we have a couple special ones. We do. We have some really special ones. We have the Friend of the Program Award parentheses Offense. Okay. Offense edition. Let's
2: see. Who, who is, what are some of the nominees? The nominees, we have Dom Henry. okay. Yes. Recurring guest. Accurred, he occurred on the podcast. He did occur. I don't know, that. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> we do love Dom Henry. Uh, next up, we got McGuire
0: Anderson, mm. who um, we ran into in the McDonald's drive-thru. We almost ran
3: into. We, almost very, ran into, planned we cut
0: off some guy that was trying to butt his way into the McDonald's line. He gave us his Instagram, said he would come on the podcast, and never did. So
2: McGuire-Anderson. Yep. I don't even All know right. if that's a real person. Barstool Athlete. Oh, okay. okay. yeah. And finally, we have Chase Roberts. Okay. What's the story with this one, Yeah, well, I, I've never uh, met this guy.
0: I sat with him at Legends Grill once because one of my coworkers
1: was, served their mission with him. Okay, cool. All right. That's a great connection. Seems friendly of him. Friend of the program. All right. And the winner for the Friend of the Program Award, parentheses offense, is... Dom Henry! Hey! Congratulations, man. Dom Henry. And
0: Dom Henry was actually kind enough to send us an acceptance speech oh. for this wonderful award. Oh, let's see. He's so, big time. Let's turn the time over Okay. Dom. Right. What do Dom. you got, Dom?
1: Very honored and blessed to have been nominated for this award. Even more blessed to accept it and be able to call it mine. I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's helped me along the
2: way and everyone who's been in my corner since day one. Thank you. Congratulations again, Dom Henry, for beautiful the friend of the program award offense.
0: That was incredible. That was very beautiful. A, a tear was brought to my eye, truly, truly.
2: Uh, all right, moving on. We have <laughs> the counterpart of the last award. It's the friend of the program award, parentheses defense. Ah, okay. Clapping it up. Clap. Yeah, this this one's a popular one. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Who are our
1: nominees. The nominees
2: we have John Nelson. Okay. Simply because we all love him, especially Justin loves him, Man Crush Monday.
0: Yeah. I love John <laughs> Nelson. I would marry John Nelson.
2: Okay. We also have Malik Moore. Yeah. He was a friend somehow sure. on the program.
1: He's he's funny on Twitter. He likes Wingstop. He, he's he's the eye emojis guy, right? Yeah, he is the emojis. Yeah, and emojis. then says something about leaving Xbox Switching. for PlayStation yeah. or something. I don't
2: know. <laughs> all right, that's pretty friendly. And finally friend of the program Quentin Rice. Q. All right, clap it
1: up. He is a friend. Those he's, are the nominees. He's also one of he occurred on the podcast. He well. also, also occurred, <laughs> occurred on the podcast. All
2: right. All right? The Academy has spoken. The winner of the friend of the program award, parentheses, Defense is Quentin Rice. Wow!
0: Congratulations Quentin. Who was also kind enough to send in an acceptance oh, speech. Wow! You don't say. Beautiful. Quentin, you now have the floor.
1: Oh, the the audio. Oh Oh, re re, retry. Okay, here we
0: are. Are you ready? Yeah, everyone ready? Okay. I have to say thank you for the award and thank you for the amazing people who allow me to come on this podcast. Um keep keep pushing y'all and go kooks. Go kooks.
1: Thank you for the award. All right. Go yes, thank you. All right. Thank you, Quentin. Shout out, Quentin. I can't get the video to stop playing, so he's going to be Congratulations. It <laughs> we love you, Quentin. We love him. All right. There you have it. Dom Henry, Quentin Rice. Yeah. Shocker. The surprise winners, but it, they're amazing. We love, love, love you. looking you look at that?
2: Book. Yep. Next up, we got a fun one, folks. Oh, this is a good we one. We got a Royal Strong and True exclusive award. <laughs> one of my favorites. It's the least time it took to leave BYU after an interview with us award. All right. Oh. This is good. All uh, right.
1: For those of you who don't, don't know, we have interviewed several people, and more than half of them have left the program following our interview. Yes.
2: But that is why we don't do interviews anymore. We are not eligible But we're going to start up uh, again. uh it's me, hi. I'm the problem. It's me award. That's not us, okay? Not True. Us. We I were promise. not even nominated.
1: It's not even close. Yeah, we were going to break the, the street. We're going
0: to interview random people that aren't going to transfer away. Keaton Slovis. Oh. I'll
1: DM him. <laughs> if I
2: dare. Uh, the nominations are Corbin Green, KG,
1: oh. the only two time guest on our podcast. Yeah. yeah. He left. That was sad. That was we really love you, Corbin. We hope sad. you're doing well wherever you are.
2: Yeah. We also have Gabe Judy Lally. The guy from Vanderbilt? Yeah. Great great player. Did honestly. stay I and play a season. I was a big fan. Yeah, he
1: did play a whole season. So he that's...
2: played a season and then transferred again. Yeah.
0: And then we have Emmanuel Lalo Waller, who was briefly committed to BYU. We interviewed him, and was it two days later... It was, it was like 36 day? hours. Yeah, two, yeah 36 yeah. hours Not later.
2: even two days. <laughs> <That> he decommitted. <laughs> he decommitted from
0: <laughs> after, telling us, after
1: telling us that was his favorite interview that he's ever done. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: that's a questionable look for us.
1: I uh, say. This one is a more objective award, and I think we all know who it's going to. Yes. But the Academy has selected the least time it took to leave BYU after an interview with us award as Emmanuel Layla Waller. Shocker. Congratulations. Congratulations. Someone has Congratulations. yet to beat your 36 hour record. <laughs> we, should should we I send, send him an award? Should, <laughs> I, should, should I just DM him an award? You'd probably just... be like, sick, bro,
2: when am I coming back on? <laughs> you should have. That'd be <laughs> fun. All right, next up. Justin, you got to announce this one, I feel like. Yeah, This definitely. one's for you. This is the They So Poo Poo Award. Okay. Honorary. Uh, no
0: relation to some team up north. Uh, this is just a completely new phrase that we've original. Come up with. An RST yeah. original. It's, it's exclusive. We have three nominations for this wonderful award. The first being the Pac-X. Oh, just in general. Very fair, honestly. Very
1: fair. They are very poo-poo. Quite poo-poo. Quite poo-poo. Next up, we have the UTFL Kings, who got absolutely bullied by the New Age Aztecs last week. Very deserving nomination. Mm -hmm. Pretty poo-poo.
2: Finally, we have the XFL team, the Brahmas. Oh, They're poo-poo, but still... In the hunt, somehow. Somehow. <laughs> As <laughs> a 2 and Two and seven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. Who's the winner? The winner of
0: the VESO poo Poo Award goes to the Chickens, the XFL Brahma! That's very nice! Congratulations. Please reach out to us for
1: your award. Please yep. do, yes. <laughs> Official account only. Next up we have the LEGO movie Biggest Positive Surprise Award. We all thought Lego movies kind of be kind of stupid, kind of dumb, but it was an awesome movie, all time classic. I loved, loved it. the Lego movie. Loved, it. I loved it. I love it. So we're doing the biggest positive surprise. Uh, first off, Amber Whiting never had a college job before. Comes in, goes 500 with a very sub 500 roster. Yeah, yep. Uh, and then has huge wins in recruiting. Has a top 15 absolutely recruiting class. Absolutely kills it. basketball. It's
2: absolutely incredible. Yeah. Next up, we have Dallin Hall. We've mentioned him already. True mm. freshman coming off of the mish. Mission trip, the As mission, some people say. The mission trip. Um, yeah, he impressed certainly. Yeah. Next up,
0: we have Chase Roberts, who kind of appeared out of nowhere these past couple of
1: seasons, just becoming an extremely productive wide receiver for BYU. Yes, yes. he's going to be one of our top targets this next year. And let's be honest, I didn't know his name before the start of last season. I did, I did not do see that. that coming. Next up, we have Cody Epps who we knew his name a little bit just because of his association with Bryce Young in high school. modern day. Modern day. Modern day. Modern day yeah, yeah. Yep. But he absolutely exploded in a Notre Dame game. He broke his wrist, which is unfortunate, so he missed a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But he was absolutely electric when he was healthy.
2: And finally, we have Soul J. We've mentioned him before, but specifically his performance in the bowl game against SMU. Absolutely. Ah, okay. And the winner for the LEGO Movie Biggest Positive Surprise Award goes to...
1: Sol Jay in the New Mexico Bowl against SMU. I think right. Well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. As a fourth string quarterback, we had no clue what was gonna, we had no clue
0: if Aaron Roderick was even going to let him touch the ball, much less throw it. Yeah, poor Jacob Conover, bro.
2: <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on, shall we? Let's shall. Next up, we have the BYU Fan Classic. We'll get him next year. Most hyped award. And the nominations for this award are. Cody Epps. Okay, as we stated, yep, he's very pretty hyped going into this next year. Next is BYU's new look defense, oh, very v- much hyped under Jay Hill. No drop-eight. High hopes for them. Also, we have women's basketball with yep. their yep. top 15 class. and finally the women's soccer team who had a deep um College Cup run mm. and are returning basically everyone except for one Ben Tromer who graduated, who was the only senior. Very, very much hyped there. Yeah, they're going to be good. There's a lot of hype going into this next
0: BYU football season, BYU women's basketball season, BYU women's soccer season, men's there's, basketball. There's no, not at all. Not <laughs> Definitely at all. not. No. Not at all. There's just a lot of hype surrounding the BYU athletic program. So this is a very coveted award. Yes. Let's
2: see who the Academy is. chosen and prestigious. Prestigious. The Academy has sent me their winner. Okay. The winner of the 2023 the BYU fan classic. We'll get him next year. Most hyped award is, BYU women's soccer. Oh,
1: well deserved. Well deserved award. They're gonna be filthy next year. They are going to be nasty. Next up, we have the Got Smart Award. Yes, the Michael Scott Got Smart Award from Get Smart. Uh, We have Kalani for firing the strength and conditioning coaches after several years of injury-plagued seasons. It was
2: truly about time. Yes, it was smart. Uh, next up, we have the Notre Dame offensive coordinator against BYU. He just called those long-developing crossing plays to tight end Michael Meyer every third down, and it worked every third down. Shocker! Pretty pretty good play calling by him.
0: <laughs> the next nominee is Tuiaki. Smart for resigning before he got fired. Oh, yeah. Saving the resume. You don't have to put that you were fired. You can say it was a mutual parting or that you... Resigned. Career move.
2: That's a big career move. Chestnut Checkers exactly. for Chess Chestnut Checkers. <laughs> and should we announce the winner? Let us do it. The Academy has spoken. The winner of the 2023 Got Smart Award is. Nell! Oh, hey. for sitting out the whole year of <laughs> the basketball season. <laughs> for
1: not being known as one of the 2022-2023 basketball players. He yes. saved a year of eligibility that would have surely been completely wasted by playing this year. Pretty yeah. smart of him. Very smart. The next award that we have to present is the
0: biggest fraud award. Oh, this, this is a good one. We do love a big fraud. The first nominee is the state of Texas and its surrounding football programs, including but not limited to Texas, Texas A&M,
1: Baylor, and Houston. Wow. Goes
2: for for basketball as well, I'll say. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. All very underachieving teams. Yep. Uh, Next, we have Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. Oh. Don't forget. Is he a a lottery prospect? NFL version of lottery pick? Or is he just very bad like Did he hit he the is. ceiling? He hit the ceiling also hit the and ceiling. claimed that that was a good thing. Yes. Uh,
1: next up, we have Miami. Always. Much, much for the same reason as Texas. Always. <laughs> Always back, but never back. Next, we have a
0: nominee that shows up every single year. Ohio State's defense in any oh, game of consequence. Boy, this was, was
1: very, very notable this year because
2: Jim Knowles was supposed to fix the defense. And it was not fixed. Um, yeah, finally we have Arch Manning. Oh. the Texas had their spring game. I didn't watch any of it, but I already know he's a fraud.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, Arch Manning sucked. He
1: plays for Texas, so. Yeah, he's he
0: obviously a fraud. completed two
1: passes, and both of them were like, the wide receiver had to dive to catch it. And isn't he taking third string reps, too, all through spring? Something like that. Wow. So, who's the other guy? There's a... There's the mullet guy. What's his name Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers, yeah. Definitely the starter. He, he looked electric. He be good. No, he transferred. It's some, like, Marcus something. No. Marcus Gary. Uh, sure. I'll look it up. <laughs> Shall we ask <laughs> the Academy who won the award? Who is the winner? Malik Murphy. He's the second string guy. There you go. He's Malik, Malik
0: Murphy. And the winner for the biggest fraud award for the 2023 Roylies is... None other than Caleb Williams and his fingernails. Whoa!
2: Whoa. Another <laughs> surprise winner. Unless you <laughs> have
0: forgotten, Caleb Williams paints obscene phrases on his fingernails at the beginning of each game. That is honestly hilarious and doesn't offend me at all whatsoever. But it's absolutely
1: hilarious when he loses because of it. Yep. Yep.
2: It, sometimes it comes back to get him.
1: <laughs> it definitely comes back. Karma is not a cat in his lap. Because it loves him. Yes. Yes
2: excellent reference
1: the royally to weirdest
0: and strangest uh phrase that i didn't understand goes to
1: jared hey, yes hey. my sisters will love me for that that's one that's S- taylor, swift. taylor swift uh anyway let's go <laughs> over this next one um the best conference award this mm-hmm. one is interesting okay I, let's go it is a three and a four it's a four horse race yeah. right we have the sec because everyone says they're the best we right. have the Big Ten because I say it's the best.
2: They're pretty good.
1: They also have the most money that they're making on their media deal, so that's you know they're the real winners. They're so. the real winners. Uh, next up, we have the Big Twelve because of basketball. Yeah, I I don't think in basketball there's a question. Not lit. Um, also in football, I'll think I think they're going to be the most exciting conference by yeah.
2: far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And then we have general conference.
2: It's pretty good. Pretty dang good conference. General
1: uh, covers all the bases. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will say many it hours long. doesn't cover it's the women's hours. bases as much as it should. I think no. we can all agree there. <laughs> a, a dearth of those uh, women speakers. Yes. <laughs> uh, but what are you guys thinking in this one? I, I I don't know how you guys feel.
2: I think it's kind of between the Big 12 and the SEC. Or the Big 10 and the SEC. Mm. Yeah, I mean, nationwide, some people say it just means more. In one of these conferences, Uh, that's true. That would be the SEC.
0: That's true. You could say the Big Ten arguably is deeper than the SEC is in football, but the SEC as an athletic conference seems to be deeper than the Big Ten is. Given that they have more football championships, their basketball programs are doing better right now. They have, you know, baseball powerhouses in Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt women's bowling team just won the NCAA tournament. So, shout out to them. Wow, impressive. Okay.
1: So we go on SEC here. I think maybe our vote is the SEC. Uh, Let's yeah. see what the Academy has to say. Okay. Open up the envelope. Oh!
2: We have a surprise right in okay.
1: The winner of the best conference award goes to... The MAC! Hey, the MAC! Hey, Mac, Mac- action, baby! Not only for Mac action, but also because they won the Capital One Bowl Challenge. They had the highest winning percentage in bowl season last year. So obviously
2: the MAC is the best conference. That's what really counts. Yep. All right. Finally, we have the best team award. Okay. Just the best team. Just in the best. General. Just the best team. They're the best. Yeah. Let's go through these nominations. First, we have Georgia football. Disgusting.
0: Makes me want to puke. Had yep. A good season. I think they were a good team. though. They were a good team. <laughs> <laughs> UConn <laughs> men's basketball. Ooh. Not very fun, but I might get the piece of clothing out of it, so that's cool.
1: I guess. Yeah. The if you take away January, they were incredibly dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, LSU women's basketball. <laughs> Not incredibly
2: dominant, but they won the championship. They, so. they beat a good Iowa team. Yeah, For yeah. sure. Uh, don't forget in. about those D.C. defenders. Ooh. Yeah. By far the best team in their whole league.
0: Definitely. Kansas City Chiefs and their hamburger-cheeseburger-eating head coach, Andy Reid. Yes. I, I definitely love that one. And their practice squad tight end as well. Yes, uh, Matt, Bushman. Matt Bushman. Matt Bushman. Shout out to Matt Bushman. And... Pretty. Uh,
1: Zane Anderson and right. Zane. An- well, Zane Anderson. Zane Anderson, I think, is on the Bills now. He did get on the Bills, but he was on the Chiefs. But yeah, he was. on the Chiefs.
2: He might get a ring or something.
1: Those are some pretty good ones. I think Georgia football may be the most dominant. Maybe
2: UConn. I mm, I don't know. Unfortunately, I would have to lean Georgia on this one. But let's see who the winner is. Let's right.
0: consult the experts in the academy.
2: The academy. Let's pull it out. The winner of the 2023 East Best Team Award is the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Yes! Oh! We are so honored. Wow, we are shocked by this one,
0: folks. What a very unbiased fan vote that led to us being named the best, most dominant team in
1: the 2023 I'm podcasting season. Tearing up right now. This is absolutely incredible. <laughs> thank you to our many fans for this. I'd like to thank my mom, and I'd like to thank my dog, and I'd like to thank my sister.
2: All right. I'd like to thank my wife. I'd like to thank everyone. Okay. Why not?
0: All right. Next up, we have a very special royally. Okay. I'm adding this one on last minute because it is so special. Just thought of it right now. An oh, and um, it is royally. going to one of the members of this podcast. Oh, according okay. to the Academy. Oh, okay. they, <laughs> the Academy it's has definitely spoken. an Academy late submission. There is only one nominee for this award. <laughs> okay. Dan, I'm going to let you guess who it is after <laughs> I <laughs> name the award. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Okay. The royally. Royally Best. For the Most Times
1: canceled Award oh. goes to Jared Calls. Wow. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know my wife is so proud of me. Yep. My mom especially. Um, they've taught me the ways of, uh,
2: of a politically cancel. correct person very well. Jared Calls, another two-time Royally winner, joining Coach Tumiyaki. True. Good Jared. company! elite company right there. Oh, boy. Uh,
1: Thank you to the Academy. That's very very special for me and my family. Yes.
2: All right, we have our final royally, folks. The final. Thank you for joining us for tonight's awards ceremony. Very prolonged awards ceremony. Very prolonged. Beautiful, beautiful. We have the honorary Tyler Algier MVP award. This is a big one, folks. This is a big one. This is the name from this season
1: that will live on in our hearts forever. Mm -hmm. Tyler Algier will be forever remembered for what he did for BYU football that last year. Uh, And whoever wins this award will be joining him. And the award will then be named the honorary Tyler Algier and blank blank MVP award. Mm -hmm. And we'll just keep adding on as the seasons go. That is true.
2: There are some very fine nominations for this award. Let's go through them. Our first nominee is the double-double machine herself, Lauren Gustin. Oof. Incredible
1: season. The nation's leading rebounder. Very impressive. Next up, we have Jay Hill because of his introductory press conference. And he said there will be no more drop eight. Yes. He said he wants to be aggressive and actually try and sack the, the quarterbacks.
2: Next up, we have Isaac Rex for his participation in the social media videos for BYU football. He's a goofy guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Next up, we got Puka Nakua for single-handedly making Boise State his little child.
1: Mm, Very nice.
2: For making our season worth watching. And let's be honest,
1: if he played in every single 12 game, I don't know if BYU wins any more games, but it makes it a lot more exciting for us if he's healthy. He was absolutely electric when he was healthy.
2: Yes, fine. Uh, We also have Billy Nixon and Josh Hewitt. They're mm. the football uniform equipment folks. I like it. Uh, we've already mentioned them, but they're very uh, deserving of this nomination.
1: They went out of the box this year, and it was very it was very nice to see them try different things.
2: Yeah.
0: Finally. Finally. Oh, nope, nope. It, it. Okay. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. Whoa, yeah.
1: careful. Shall we say that at the same time? Okay. Uh, yes. Last oh. up, we have Kalani, Kalani for, for firing the strength and, and conditioning staffs.
2: Staffs. Staffs. <laughs> The staff's um, infections. Yes, we certainly improved on the injury front, I think. <laughs> Knock on wood. This is plastic. Wood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, who's it going to be? This is, this is the royal who
2: has the Academy the announced.
0: This is the very last royally in this episode. It's been, before we give out this royally, should we do a quick recap of we some of our, say our say favorite a few moments words. from the Royale. So yeah, say let's a few say a few
2: words. words. Say a few, maybe... Keep it to about twenty minutes of uh, speeches, please.
0: <laughs> we would like to give a special shout out to Ilyasa toyaki for being the first two-time winner in a single royalties of yeah, two-time winner.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. And just, just to remind you, his royalties were uh, the "Put a Frog in a Pot and Heat It Up Slowly" seat warmer award. Yep. And also the Taylor Swift, "It's Me, Hi, I'm the Problem, It's Me" award. Congrats. In company
0: with our second two-time winner in one single royally. Yes.
1: Jared Call. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did win. I was part of the uh, Best Team Award uh, winning with you guys, of course, my compadres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also won the most canceled award. So most that's, canceled. All right. Uh, it's very impressive. Very yeah. dear to me.
0: we got to give a shout-out to Quentin Rice and Don Henry for sending us their acceptance speeches. We love those guys. They are great, incredible. We are very excited to see them ball out
1: in the upcoming seasons. Uh, I would like to hand out another takey to the best. Uh, another what? Uh, dang it. A best award. A Mind you. Yep. Uh, I, I need to hand out a royally for the best royally name. Oh. This one goes to the Honorary Willie Martin Handcart Company Worst Road Trip of the Year Award. <laughs> yes. That one wins the worst or the best name of an award award. Oh, man. And that
2: one will go to Dan. Dan oh, came you up with that one. one. A two-time winner myself. Wow, oh, wow. That. <laughs> Elite company. <laughs> Elite company.
3: <laughs>
0: Jared called Daniel Bradford and Iliya Satuyaki. <laughs> oh, boy. I can only hope to join that list someday. Uh, Some other notable winners, I think Pulisic's Balls. Yeah, (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good winner. (laughs) Yeah, Shout out to Emmanuel Lalo Waller for the least time it took to leave BYU after an interview with us. True. Very great award. Uh, Any
1: other ones we want to highlight? Trevin Nell smart. Trevin Nell got smart. That's smart. Good for not
2: playing all year. (laughs) And uh, Caleb Bowling's fingernails. Yeah. Alright, are we ready? Let's do it. Shall we announce the winner of the honorary, Tyler Algier and... Insert future name here. MVP award It's Puka Nakua. Well deserved. Congratulations. Well deserved. He was the only
0: person, as you said, Dan, that made BYU football watchable down the stretch. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Thank you very much, Puka, for your service in that regard. And from now on, it will be named the honorary Tyler Algier and Puka Nakua MVP award. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh... The next couple episodes, we want to take questions that you have and mm-hmm. answer them here and debate them on the podcast. We would call them mailbag, but we are not—we uh, are not growing up in a time where mail is relevant. The email
2: bag. The Pony Express bag. <laughs> Okay. The Willy Handcart Company Pony <laughs> Express
1: bag. Uh, oh. Anyway, send us your questions. Send us your debate mm. topics. Mm. Send us whatever you want, whether it's the debate between Pepsi Coke and Dr. Pepper or if it's how many games is BYU going to win in the fall. Yep. Send us your questions and debate topics. We want to debate them so that you can get your fix of hilarious Cougar sports coverage with the Royal Tree Podcast.
2: Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the annual, second annual now. Second Royal annual, second awards, annual. And yeah, keep, keep get some good questions in so we can have more fun episodes like this one. Remember, it is Space Force Hate
0: Week. It is. Before True. we head out, we want to give a quick shout out to our Instagram and Twitter pages at Pod. Make sure you're following us there. Download the episode, share it with your friends if you enjoyed. Reach out to each of the royally winners to see if they will accept an award in person and send us acceptance speeches, especially those who received embarrassing awards. We love you. We'll see you next time.
2: Thank you. Goodbye now!